Welcome to Top Real Estate Secrets. I'm your host, Liz Boyce. I'm on a mission to show homeowners how to successfully sell their home on their own. I'm gonna give you the knowledge, the tools, and resources to save your family thousands of dollars. There's a new wave of tech real estate coming and it's gonna change everything. Now, if you get any value from my podcast, please like, share, and leave a comment. I wanna help as many people as I can, but I can't do that without your help. Thank you for your time and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to Top Real Estate Secrets. My name is Liz. Today we get to invite my good friend Ryan on the podcast. You're going to learn uh, some interesting things that I already knew about, but I think people need to really understand why it's so important to declutter your home, how it feels when you walk in your home. You need the wow factor and what's going on, how the home makes you feel, and why you can sell it for top dollar if you do these things. Welcome, Ryan. Thanks for coming. I invited her on the show because I think this is a big part that people don't understand is what you should do with your home, how it should present itself, how it feels. I always tell people, you don't pick your home. Your home picks you. And the reason why it's because it's the way that you feel inside of it. You're there every day. It needs to feel good. And if it doesn't, go on to the next home because there's plenty of them out there. Absolutely. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No, of course. Mm -hmm. So do me a favor. Can you just tell uh, the listeners exactly, you know, what you do and kind of your background? Awesome. Yeah, thanks. So my name is Ryan Amber. I'm a spiritual mindset coach. I'm an author. Um, I practice hypnotherapy and neurolinguistic programming. I basically just help people get over their own internal stuff, like the internal dialogue that stops you from taking action on your goals. Um, and I hold people accountable to achieving those goals that they have set for themselves. So a lot of this stuff that I'm going to go over today, I actually didn't know in depth ex- how it affects people, but I knew it was affecting them. I just didn't know, you know, the energy that and the depth that it was infecting them, uh, uh, infecting them. True. It is true. Yeah. It's because subconsciously when you're going into a home, what you don't realize is that you're picking up on a lot more than what you think you're picking up on. You can feel the energy, you're sensing the smells, um, just how in conversation, language is only 7% of conversation. Subconsciously, you're picking up body language, tonality, um, the way that you speak, the, the movements that you're making, the way that your eyes look. And so it's the same thing when you go into a home, especially if you're trying to sell your home. You want to think about what your buyer is thinking about because you want to sell this home to the perfect person and you want to make sure that they Mm. feel comfortable to buy this home from you. So one of the first steps that I always tell people is after you repair your home, you need to declutter it. And what's your experience on that? You know, why do people need to declutter the home? Well, first of all, if you go into the home as a buyer and you see a bunch of junk everywhere, what's the first thing you're going to think about? You're going to be like, okay, this place is junky right? We want to make sure that this home like looks to its best standard because you want to get paid the most that you can for this place. On top of that, you want to just clear out all the things that you don't need because when the buyer is coming into the home, they're going to start picturing their life living in this Mm. home. And so they don't want to be thinking about all the junk that they're going to bring into it. They want to be thinking about all the furniture that they're going to buy, where they're going to put their family photos. And if all of your family photos are like up in the home, it's really taking away from the vision that they have for themselves. 
So you want to create that space for them to set themselves up to really see themselves in this home, to feel the feelings that it's going to be like when they have that like home, you know, home is where the heart is. And so a lot of people ground in their physical space, especially Mm. where they live, where they have their family and they want to feel grounded and safe there. So we are creating this space for them to build safety, to build this vision so that they can like have that really, really awesome place where they get to come home to every day and just feel the love that they have with their families. I can't tell you, I have walked buyers into homes and it is so cluttered that it's overwhelming for them and they will turn around and just walk right back out. They can't do it. They can't put their goggles on. Sometimes I say, hey, put these pretend goggles on just so, you know, you never know what you can see. Try to look past things, but they can't. They cannot look past things. Now you have a handful of people who can, but most of the time they can't look past things. So it's super important to make sure everything's clean. It's super simple. You know, take some personal items out. Um, you know, you always say less is more. It is true. Yeah. Liz always says less is more. Whenever you're trying to sell your home, like take out all the things that are not necessary. Like obviously leave the refrigerator because they're going to need a refrigerator in their home. Right. But like the picture of you and your dog or your grandma, like they, that's not their dog. That's not their grandma. So take out all the things that they, that aren't going to resonate with their lifestyle because it's going to help them to build this better vision and picture of like the home that they're manifesting their dream home, which is the home that you're trying to sell. And you made a great point earlier. Um, It's super important to present to the new buyers a well-maintained home because if someone comes in and it looks like you didn't take care of it, you're going to get less money than what you thought that you were going to get. And that's very important. Right. Because not only are you trying to sell your home, you're trying to like make the most that you can and sell it to somebody that you really want to sell it to. You don't want to sell it to somebody who's going to just like destroy the property And so you want to start that on a good note by setting yourself up being like, we take good care of this home and I expect you to take really good care of this home too. It's like, you've probably built lots of memories there or whatever. Like you want this to go to a really good person too. So you're kind of like setting yourself up for that, like getting the energy ready so that they're like, I'm going to take care of this house too. Yeah. I always call it the wow factor. I need to walk in the home and feel like, wow, wow, wow. Then I can sell your home for top dollar. Mm. I like to share some things that are, I come across it a lot, but when I started out in real estate a long time ago, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. But I get this question a lot is they always ask me why the front door, they need it to face East. Do you have any, you know, feedback on that? Well, I think the reason why they ask if the front door is facing East is because of the sunrise and the sunset. They want to know where the views are going to be in their house. They want to know where the sunlight is coming in. Is their AC bill going to be higher because it's extremely hot in the home? Do they get lots of natural sunlight? Do they not have any natural sunlight? Um, Like, what are the views going to be like from the windows? There's all sorts of things that you probably don't think about when you're first buying your home, but probably when you're on your like second or third home, or if you're doing research, or if you've lived in a house and and you've started to like gather that information in your life, you're probably thinking like, oh, this is something that's a, a requirement for me. And if that's a requirement for one of your buyers and you know that information right off the bat, you're going to be much more likely to fulfill the need that they have. I do see that a lot. Another one that I get is when we go into the primary or the master bedroom, they will bring out their compass and don't want their headboard to face north. Have you heard of that one? Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like a superstitious thing, but also like everyone is on their own 
journey, right? It's not like, oh, every single buyer is going to be the same, just like how mm-hmm. every single house is not going to be the same. And everyone has their own filters that they're coming to this entire life with and to this buying experience with. And so you want to keep that in mind. And so what they say is that when they, in the cemeteries, they bury the bodies with the heads facing north or something mm-hmm. like that. And so that's why they're like, what is the headboard in the bedroom doing? Because they really want to just make sure that everything is in alignment for them. And if you can do anything in your power to ease them, to make them feel more safe, more comfortable, they're going to have a lot more higher of a chance in purchasing the home with you as opposed to another place that has a bunch of clutter and the headboard is facing the direction that they don't like and all that type of stuff. Another one is when you go into a home, I think it's super important. Not only does it smell good, but also playing music. And also the colors that they choose. Do you have any knowledge? I, well, I know you have some knowledge on what do you, what are the best colors to actually bring out the best moods in people? Um, I see a lot of blues in homes, but honestly, I think that like oranges and yellows are the happiest colors. And so um, I kind of want to just go back to like the less is more factor. You don't want to just put like a bunch of yellow everywhere just for like shits and gigs. You really want to be intentional about like the energy that you're setting it with. Um, and the colors do matter, like make the colors match. Don't just put a bunch of random colors. Um, you know, just be very intentional with how you're setting it up, but yellow and orange are the happiest colors. Mm -hmm. And then I love what you said about the music. And I, um, we were having a conversation earlier. Liz was talking about like, if there's a fireplace, I'll set the fireplace up. I just think that's so special. It's like, you're adding that finishing touch. And I know that whenever I've been into open houses, they have candles lit. It's like, they're setting the mood. You're really setting that ambiance for the buyer to be like, okay, I could really picture something really beautiful here. And that's also kind of feeding into like that subconscious awareness that they have when they come into the home. They're like, "Mm, it smells good in here. Ooh, this is nice, Mm. sweet jazz music. Like I already feel good, right? Mm -hmm. You want them to come in feeling good. You want them to say, wow. And then you want them to leave saying like, I liked that one. That one's on my list of the ones that I really, really liked. Cause they're not just looking at your home. They're looking at several homes, right? And so you want them to make the best decision for them. And you want to make it as easy as possible to make that decision for them to be your house. It is true. So fun fact, I actually work with a girl out of Texas who provides me triple scented candles to burn in my homes. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And super important because when they walk in, they just smell it. It looks good and it sells faster. Awesome. Yeah. And so like take that down as a note too, because Liz has been doing this forever. Mm -hmm. Like she's literally the best when it comes to this type of thing. And it's like, if she's using the candles, why not you use the candles? Like do whatever you can, but also don't do it like too overpowering. Don't put like 10 candles, just put like one candle downstairs, one candle upstairs, less is more, but like start to really get into the vibe and be like, what would it like? Give your own house a walkthrough, give your own house a walkthrough. What do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? And try to put on that like clear lens because they're going to come into it with their own lens. And you might be like, this feels great. This looks fine. But like really try to take a step back and come into the house with a fresh pair of eyes and ears and a fresh nose so that you can understand what their perspective is going to be when they walk into your home. Very true. Very true. So another one I always get, which is never has happened to me, but it has happened to some of my colleagues. And in Florida, you legally don't have to say when someone has passed in the house, but I've walked in homes before and you could just feel the energy and it's so dark and deep. And what, do you have advice on what someone could do to kind of make that feeling go away if they're going to sell it? Yeah. I think that like 
for me personally, I feel like it's really important to be authentic. So you don't have to say it, of course, but if somebody asks you, did somebody die here? And they did, don't lie. Because that is just conflicting energy right off the bat. And it's not good karma, honestly, right? right? But um, if you're like, okay, somebody died here, I really wanna do whatever I can to make sure that this space feels safe and clean and clear. Like you can do something as simple as just saying a prayer for the spirit to have passed on to where it's supposed to go, right? Or you can take like sage and you can smudge the home if that feels aligned for you. You can invite a priest into the home, like whatever is gonna resonate with you and your own spirit. That's what I suggest doing because what you want is this space to be really clean and clear for the people that are coming in. And um, if you're selling the home, it's I feel like it should be your responsibility to do whatever you can to just make sure that it's very safe for everybody. Um, not everybody's gonna care about that type of thing. Certain people will care more than others. Even if you've smudged the home and had a priest come in or whatever, other people are gonna be like, nope, somebody died here, I refuse, I will still not live here. Um, but you're gonna find the right person. And I think that by like getting yourself into a position where you know that you're doing the best that you can and that you're being authentic with yourself around it is going to be like the best bet. I like that advice. So let's go back to the decluttering. Do you have any advice that you could give to our listeners on how they can emotionally get rid of things? Because I know coming in real estate, that is a huge thing that I have to say, hey, I know it's really hard to let go, but we need to let it go so we can declutter it and it looks better so I can get you more money for your property. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that starting step by step, when you think about decluttering your entire home, you're like, oh my gosh, I have this whole house to declutter. And then you can kind of get stuck in inaction and freeze and not get anything done, right? So first I would take a step back and be like, I'm gonna start room by room. Just do one room at a time and take out all the things that I no longer need, miscellaneous items, personal items, and sentimental things. Um, that's a really big one, a really, really big one. It's hard to get rid of things that you have like all this emotional attachment to. So it can be really helpful to like hire somebody to help you organize or somebody who's a professional at decluttering because they have like that non-biased opinion and they'll be able to help you get rid of things too. Um, there's also a really good book by Marie Kondo. I think it's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Um, something really awesome that you can look into if you want more information on how to declutter your mm -hmm. home. It's just gonna be really good for you all around um, in releasing like the physical clutter and then mentally and emotionally, you're selling this house. You're not staying here. Okay. You're not keeping this exact home with this exact energy. You're definitely gonna have a fresh start, a new home and something different. So just get really clear on that and don't keep trying to go back to like holding on to all the old things that happened in this home. We're moving for a reason. We're selling this home for a reason. So just stay grounded in that. We have new beginnings coming. We've got new things coming. And I know a lot of people will move and they'll be like, oh, perfect, I'm gonna move and I'm gonna get me a new bed or something like that, right? Mm. And so it's like, if you have things like that that you're looking forward to, ground into that vision because then you're not gonna be like, oh, well, should I get rid of these pillows? I don't know. And, and then you're stuck in this like energy of I don't know what to declutter as opposed to being like, no, I know we've got this new vision and the bridge cluttering, we're selling the home and we're just gonna be really clear about that. I love that. Mm -hmm. I know I completely understand. In fact, I had this client and she, whenever I have a real estate photographer come in, I ask them, Hey, please just let trust my photographer. I only hire the best. If they want to move something, let them move something. She would not let them touch anything. Everything in there was absolutely off limits. And 
I couldn't get the best pictures. And that pictures are the one of the number one things that are important for it's the first thing people see and they decide, hey, am I going to go in and see that house or not? And I can't give you the most money if you don't allow me to get the best pictures. And so she was attached to everything. She did not want to get rid of anything. And that was a very, very hard sale. Think about it like this. Do you ever go on like Zillow and if a house doesn't have pictures, are you like, ooh, I'll buy it or I'll look into it or I'm going to take my time to go physically to this location? No, no. like you don't. Yeah. You're like, if I don't see the picture, I'm not going. Or what's wrong with it? Right. What's wrong with it? What's, Why is there no yeah. picture? Or like mm-hmm. if a house only has like one photo and then that like above photo of like the lot, you know what I'm talking about? Like <laughs> yes, the Google Maps yeah. photo. Like, are you like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to look into this one. Like, no, absolutely not. No. So we want to set everybody up for like that buying process. Yeah. So true. Ryan, thank you so much for coming. Is there anything that you can give advice to the listeners on how they can help manifest or sell their home for more money and for faster, better? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Also, thank you so much for having me, Liz. This has been such a great time. But yeah, every single person who's buying their home, they're like manifesting their dream home, right? And that's the home that you have. And Also in this process, it's you on the other side, the seller who's manifesting their dream buyer. So get into the clarity of the vision that you have. How do you want this process to go? How simple and seamless and easy do you want it to be? Do you wanna be stressed up late at night every single Mm -hmm. night? No, right? So, So don't let yourself do that. Don't imagine yourself becoming more stressed. Get really clear on your vision. Imagine what kind of family you want to have coming into the home to purchase it from you. What do you want to feel in the process? And then lean into those feelings a lot. What does it feel like to know that this house is going to a good person? How does it feel like to get this house out of your hands? How does it feel to close? How does it feel to pass inspection? And start feeling into those feelings because the more you feel what you want to feel before it happens, the more likely it's going to happen and it's going to happen for you a lot faster as well. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Until next time, let's build wealth and real estate. That's literally what I love to do. We hope that we inspired you to listen to our podcast. We're going to go over things like communication with buyers, what contracts are out there that you can actually accept, how to hit the market correctly with getting you the best exposure with the most money, and most importantly, how to save commission without using an agent. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.